It's very special to be able to uh, meet with you all. Klal uh, Yisrael uh, <coughs> in Golis is spread out throughout the world, throughout the country, and we have beautiful kihilais throughout the country, and every single one of them has its own uh, particular flavor, its own personality, but that's the beauty of Klal Yisrael. The beauty of Klal Yisrael is the different communities that together comprise the full picture, the full scope of Klal Yisrael. <clears throat> I wanted to share a thought somewhat relevant to the parashiyas that we read at this time and perhaps a perspective on how we look at ourselves as being part of Klal Yisrael. <clears throat> when the Jews were traveling through the desert, when we read the Chumash, there are different events. Some events seem to be, I guess we would say, events we're proud of. And then there are events that when we read the way the Chumash describes the events, Kalah Yisrael is described in not such a positive way. Kalah Yisrael is referred to as people who complain, people who uh, they wanted this, they wanted that. <clears throat> and we have episodes in Sefer Bamidbar that describe different things that happened in the Midbar where the Jews acted a certain way. It's clear it wasn't the entire Klal Yisrael, certain segment. And the Mishnah in Avais mentions the fact that when the Jews were in the desert, the way the Mishnah expresses itself, they were, in a sense, challenging, we would say testing Hashem. They were challenging Hashem. <clears throat> Seems to me that this time period that Klai Yisrael spent in the Midbar, it's clear from the Mishnah in Avais, it mirrors another Mishnah in Mesechus Avais, where the Mishnah says that Hashem tested Avram, Avinu, with ten tests, the ten misyoynes, the ten challenges, the tests of Avram Avinu, and Avram Avinu passed all the tests, we would say, with flying colors, tests, very, very difficult tests, challenges in life, ability to sacrifice. These tests that Avram Avinu passed, and the ten challenges that the Mishnah says <clears throat> that the Jews posed in the Midbar, these are related, there's a correlation. <clears throat> to me it seems the correlation perhaps will give us an understanding and appreciation of what we are all about, and perhaps an understanding of what makes Kla Yisrael able to be the Am Hanivchar, the chosen people. Avram Avinu was tested. <clears throat> Each one of the tests had its own unique trait, 
But what's the common denominator of the tests? The common denominator of the tests is trust. Avram Avinu showed a complete and absolute trust in Hashem. That Hashem put him in different situations, and they were difficult situations, <clears throat> and as many Mepharshim explain, we became empowered through Avram Avinu's being able to deal with those challenges. We became empowered as a nation to also have those strengths. But what was that common denominator? What was being ultimately challenged? Trust. It was the trust in Hashem. And Avram Avinu, not only in himself as a person, but as our forefather, brought within our makeup this ability to have the trust in Hashem in challenging times. And throughout Kalal Yisrael's history, we have been in situations where we have questions, we have situations where we're challenged, we have situations where we are being oppressed, we have situations where a person could say to himself, or we as a nation could say, do we really need this? Is this something that we want to stay with? That's where trust becomes the key to our survival. Avram Avinu created within himself the sense of trust with Hashem that really created the relationship between Avram Avinu and Hashem. The Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, he uses languages of, <clears throat> this is my oyev, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in a sense, he's not a human being. He created a relationship with a human being because that human being showed absolute trust. And we are the beneficiaries of that relationship because HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose us as his nation because we are the children of that individual who showed absolute trust. When the Jews were in the desert and the Jews were in the challenging situation, this is what was being challenged. Thank you very much. Thank you. What was being challenged was Kalal Yisrael's ability to trust under trying circumstances. There are many times when you don't understand what's going on. Why is this happening? This should not be happening to good people. This should not be happening to us. We're the chosen people. We don't have all the answers, but we have trust. We have trust in Hashem that if we are His chosen people, He's taking care of us. We have trust in Hashem that if we are His chosen people, that whatever is happening is what's supposed to happen ultimately for our benefit. <clears throat> but that requires tremendous strength because when you have strong questions, if you don't already have ingrained in yourself something in that relationship, a child can develop the trust in a parent 
to accept things that don't make any sense because there's already a platform that's been built and that's a platform of trust because I know my parents love me so I have that trust and I can tolerate the questions and I can tolerate the confusion we have that kind of relationship with Hashem a relationship that has held Klal Yisrael through the generations through very difficult times times when we've had much suffering times where we've had many questions times where we've been confused but ultimately Klal Yisrael's resolve has, is what's kept Klal Yisrael in existence this is something that all the nations of the world notice and they wonder some of them just look at us and don't understand why we don't accept what they believe but many of them marvel at this this resolute commitment of Klal Yisrael because the reality is that we know and it's really something that's universally known that we are the Am HaNivchar when you are the chosen people you get different treatment some cipher writes in a place a very interesting insight in human nature you sometimes see that parents have less tolerance for their ch own children than others why is that because the parent wants the child to be the best hopefully it's for the right reasons but the parent doesn't want to be satisfied that his child doesn't develop as best as he can and therefore when it comes to his own child the parent will sometimes be more strict more demanding because he has a vested interest it's my child hopefully it's not the parents ego that's that's involved hopefully it's he's thinking about the child but his interest in the child will sometimes create an image as if you don't love this child the answer is this is an expression of my love because I want what's best for the child that's our relationship with Hashem that we accept and trust that his love for the Am HaNifcha with the chosen people and therefore we accept without question that whatever may seem difficult but we accept that this is coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for us <coughs> in Klal Yisrael's development throughout history Klal Yisrael has shown an enormous amount of commitment to the Rabbani Shalom and Klal Yisrael has Baruch Hashem grown and developed in many places in the world there were times in our history where people thought we're finished in Eretz Yisrael Baruch Hashem there's a thriving Yishuv in America in different cities as a thriving Yishuv but we live with a certain scrutiny <clears throat> and that that scrutiny is the expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's care there's a very interesting 
idea that the Shla writes, the Shla writes that people can sometimes wonder, <clears throat> Eretz Yisrael, they seem to have more tsaris. This was written a few hundred years ago. There seem to be more tsaris in Eretz Yisrael. Does that mean that those people are not as good as we are? So he writes, Eretz Yisrael is called in the Chumash Eretz Kanan. It's an interesting thing. Imagine an American who knows something about American history would refer to this country as India because they used to be the American Indian that lived here. So the proud American would say, well, we took over. It's ours now. We're not going to refer to it by the old name, but Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Canaan. The Canaan used to live there, but it's still called Eretz Canaan. So he writes the Shalah that the word Canaan is being used <clears throat> because there's a hint in the word Canaan to the word Hachna'ah. Hachna'ah means that a person lowers himself, he's accepting some level of humility. A person who lives in Eretz Yisrael has to live Bahachna'ah. Why does he have to live that way? So he writes, because you're living in the king's palace. And when you live in the king's palace, the standards are higher. The scrutiny is greater. And therefore, what's tolerated outside the palace is not tolerated in the palace. The people in Eretz Yisrael, he writes, they're not less tzaddikim than we are, but they happen to be under the spotlight of the king's palace. And therefore, the scrutiny is greater. This idea is something which is applicable to all Jews all over the world. We also live under the spotlight. It's not the same as Eretz Yisrael, but we also are under the spotlight. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's spotlight. Why is it shining on us? Because we're His children. And because we're His children, therefore the expectations are higher. So in the relationship of child to parent, the parent wants from the child what's best for the child. The child in turn has to develop that sense of trust that the parent wants what's best for me. That gives the child the ability to tolerate what could be sometimes confusing, something sometimes I don't understand, I have questions, but I have that trust. And the schus of that trust, the schus of that trust is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds in favor. Because when there is the need, when there is the need of the patch for the child, when the response of the child is a positive response of trust, then there's a response of Ava, because that becomes a schus for us. Klai Yisrael is living in a very difficult time. Klai Yisrael has its challenges here, Eretz Yisrael, and we're constantly in our tefillahs mentioning and thinking about Achenu B'nei Yisrael, wherever they are. 
be it in this country, be it in Eretz Israel, be it in any country. There's always things to daven about. Right now, there are things are certainly more difficult. But we have to remember, we're the Am Hashem. This is HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a parent, pushing us, prodding us. He wants us to become closer. He wants us in our tefillahs to think about Hashem, about we should daven, we should have a Yeshua. Kadosh Baruch Hu should send. There should be Yeshuas all over the world. Yidin should be safe. Yidin should be able to thrive. And we're misvowed to have the Geulah come in the Karev. Amen.